Welcome to the I'm Done Apologizing podcast, where we're creating a community of women who advocate and empower. I'm Michelle, and I'm so glad you're joining me. Friends, before we get into this week's episode, I'd be remiss if I didn't pause and address the tragedy that happened in Texas this past week. I am not going to make this political. I'm not going to make this... um, I'm not going to make this controversial. What I am going to say is we need to do better. We need to do better. And if you agree with that statement or that sentiment, I encourage you, I implore you, I empower you to get involved with your local uh, elections, get involved by writing your senators, your representatives, do something. I empower you to empower others to do something. And if it scares you, it's even more of a reason to do something. Thank you for allowing me this moment. We are going to talk about self-sabotage this week. So if you're interested in that topic, stick around. So if you've been around for a moment, you know that I really enjoy the topic of habits. Uh, I may or may not have a workshop. I absolutely have a workshop coming up here soon in June, and uh, there will be more information about how to get signed up for it at the end of this episode. But as I've been digging in and building my curriculum and creating all my resources and really just trying to fine tune my own knowledge about habits, one of the things that I just cannot ignore is self-sabotage. Now, nowhere in the readings have I heard that term being used. However, it just keeps popping up in my mind. So I thought, let's talk about it. And, you know, to be clear, in all of my episodes, nowhere do I uh, want anyone to, to think that I'm perfect in the work that I'm talking about. I'm a work in progress, just like all of you. And I'm digging into these one at a time, just like I encourage all of you to do. So if you're like, Michelle, I'm not ready to dig into self-sabotage yet. Cool. No worries there. I'll be around. It'll be around for you to come back and listen to this episode, just like I encourage you to go back and listen to other episodes when you're ready on your own journey. So when you're ready to talk about self-sabotage, come back over here, episode, where are we on? Episode 57. So come back over here and listen to self-sabotage. But if you're ready, let's do it now, right? Let's dig in. So as I was exploring a little bit more about self-sabotage, it really was one of those things where it comes from some deeply rooted issues. Now, if you're already doing the work, you're working on your habits, you're working on your apologizing behaviors, you're working on your positive self-talk, then you're probably already starting to explore and maybe just haven't put the term to it yet about self-sabotage. So it's things like underlying self-doubt, right? Complying with 
old rules. And you've heard me talk before about whose rules are you playing by. My favorite one is when you pull the clean clothes out of the dryer and they hang out in a laundry basket for a week or more. And that nagging voice in your head that says, these should be folded, these should be hung up. Whose rules are you playing by? Play by your rules. How does it work for you and your family? How does it work for your lifestyle? Play by your rules. So complying with those old rules is part of those deeply rooted issues. Worrying about your image or your reputation is another way that um, these deeply rooted issues can pop up around self-sabotage, right? Like go back to the one about, I don't care what people think of me. That one's hard, friends. That one's really hard, but worrying about image and your reputation. And thinking too small. If you're an I can't, I won't, I'll never kind of person, then that is where you fit into this idea. You're thinking too small about all the amazing things that you are capable of that are maybe just a little bit too scary to get to. Also, saying yes when you really mean no. Anyone? Anyone out there? Yeah, of course I'll take on more work. Of course I'll advise this. Or of course I'll sign up to help volunteer here. When really you mean, no thanks, not this time. Or you mean, no, I don't have the capacity for it. Right? And so uh, so saying yes when you really mean no. Holding yourself back. I uh, hate running. <laughs> I have FOMO, fear of missing out, so bad when my husband goes for runs, but I hate running. Could I do it? I absolutely could. I've just convinced myself that I hate running. And it's okay because I found other things that are just as good, maybe even easier on my body than running. But really holding myself back, if I really wanted to be a runner, then I would run. Right. So and then the other thing is like isolation or isolating yourself and not having a board of directors to bounce ideas off, to go to for advice, to seek input for people to be like, yo, that's a bad idea. (laughs) That's a bad idea. Or to cheer you on and say, hell yes, you should be applying for that job. Hell yes, you should be asking for more dollars go listen to last week's episode, my friends. So those are some deeply rooted issues that then um, present self-sabotage. So what are some examples of self-sabotage? Well, self-doubt, negative talk, negative self-talk, right? I I talked a little bit about this earlier. If you're a, a person who's like, yeah, I mean, that's great for them, but I've got all these kids I got to take care of. My husband works weird hours or, you know, I'm a single human. I don't make a lot of money. Whatever those things are, those are just getting in your way. Those are distractions. Those are noise for things that you could do, want to do have the ability and capability to do. So another example would be like eating comfort food, or some of you might think about cheating on your meal plan or cheating on a diet, right? There's a whole lot of ways I could get into a whole different 
soapbox uh, on food and meals and and those sorts of things. But that comfort food is a form of self-sabotage. And eating like, oh, I'm just going to eat this because I feel really crummy or I've had a bad day or it's just really easy. I fall into this all the time, my friends. All the time I fall into this. And that's just a form of self-sabotage of saying I'm not worthy enough to follow through on my plans. I'll say that one again. I'm not worthy enough to follow through on my plans. That one hits hard. Uh, Another example would be procrastination. I do this every Sunday, my friends. (laughs) I plan my episodes every week and I wait until the kids are in bed on Sunday night. It's fine. I love what I do. It gives me so much energy to record these podcasts. And still, the procrastination of it, maybe I shouldn't call it procrastination. Maybe I should call it working effectively and working efficiently because I know this is my quiet time on Sunday evenings. However, procrastination is a form of self-sabotage, especially when you have time in the week, you have time in the day to do something differently, be more efficient, be better than what that procrastination is allowing you to do. And then another use or another example would be use of drugs and alcohol. And I'm not talking about like the hard hitting stuff, though absolutely applies. I'm talking about things like um, if every night you have a glass of wine because it helps you sleep better at night or because you've had a really hard, long, whatever day, that could be a form of self-sabotage. That could be um, where your pitfall is. That could be smoking. That could be the use of recreational drugs. That could be over, you know, use of prescribed drugs. So taking a hard look at that and where self-sabotage fits into there. So If you have thought of, okay, here's, you know, those are great examples, Michelle. Thanks so much for those. Here's my list of where I'm, you know, self-sabotaging myself. How do you move past it? Well, I've got some tips. Of course I have some tips, friends. So first of all is be accountable. Hold yourself accountable. If you want to not eat comfort food, then don't have comfort food in your house. Or maybe don't have your favorite comfort food in the house. You know, especially if you share the house with other humans, maybe their comfort food, if that's not a thing that they're up to. Maybe their comfort food's in the house, but maybe it's not the same as yours. For me, comfort food is chips. And right now, because it's summertime, ice cream and Diet Coke. Not at the same time, (laughs) but those are like my summer comfort foods. And so, you know, maybe you don't have your absolute favorite comfort foods in the fridge or the freezer or the cabinet or the pantry or, you know, wherever. Maybe you have other people's favorites, but not yours. Or maybe if, you know, ice cream is your favorite comfort food, you get it in pre-packaged individual servings. So you can still have your comfort food, but less of it. You're not going to go to town on your favorite comfort food. So just be accountable to what you want to change. It's a habit, my friends. What habit do you want to change and be accountable to it? Create an anti-sabotage 
sabotage plan. So what does that look like? If you start to head down the road of this is going to trigger me doing this behavior, then when that starts to happen, have a plan to recognize it immediately and change the behavior immediately. So if I want to go get my ice cream and eat outside my eating window, I've talked with you all about how I'm on intermittent following intermittent fasting. If I want to eat ice cream outside my eating window and I find myself being tempted to do so, maybe what I do instead is drink a large glass of very cold water. That's like my favorite way to drink water. Very cold water. Drink a large glass of very cold water out of my favorite cup. Come on. Y'all have a favorite cup? Water bottle? Yeah? Right? Okay. So maybe I do it out of my favorite water bottle, my favorite cup, and it's very cold ice water. And one, that creates me not reopening my fat my eating window and so I so I'm still fasting and I'm having something cold which could replace that cold cessation sensation and I'm helping my water intake for the day which is a bonus regardless of who you are as a human and how you eat during the day so that could be your anti-sabotage plan. So what would that look like for you? Maybe you start an accountability group. It could be a text group. You could join something on Facebook. Maybe you've got somebody on Instagram who can be an accountability or a group of people who can be your accountability partner. You have similar goals, right? You have similar goals. You don't want to procrastinate. So you ask your accountability group to check in with you by 5 p.m for tasks that maybe you might procrastinate on. Or maybe you know you procrastinate on the same task every week or every month and you create those check-ins. And you might give yourself a little reward when you do it the way you want to do it. Um, Do something that scares you. Now my friends, I say this a lot. I say this a lot and that's okay because when you're changing habits, you are creating a new identity or an identity that you want someone you want to be and that is scary stuff so if you're wanting to create a new habit if you're wanting to stop self-sabotage stop doing something or start doing something to form that habit is scary stuff and it might push people away. And that's okay. That's about them. That's not about you. That's not about you. That's about them. But that can be really, really scary. As a fun little aside, we talk about that in the Habits Workshop. So if that's something you struggle with, think about joining us for the Habits Workshop. Um, use a mantra. We talked about mantra a couple weeks ago. Use a mantra. I just downloaded it again, not an ad. I downloaded an app, uh, this weekend called mantra and it sends me six a day. I set the time frame. I, t- I set how many I want and it sets my, um, it gives me mantras throughout the day and they're fantastic, my friends. So if you're looking for some positive, um, reinforcement throughout the day, and you go to your phone a lot, 
I encourage you to take a look at that app. But use your mantra, use a mantra, use the app, um, and really help give yourself that positive reaffirmation that uh, you need, you expect, you deserve. Um, so really, um, oh, the last one, sorry, I almost missed it. Promote women, friends. Promote women. So what does that mean? Well, that means that when other women are doing things that you want to do or that are succeeding in their goals, habits, they are not self-sabotaging in the way that they wanted to, that is when you need to call them out in a good way. Highlight the things that they're doing that are incredible and amazing and promote them when they're doing the work, they're doing the work, <laughs> period. No, no explanation needed. When they're doing the work, promote them. And if that means promoting yourself, then do that. And if you need to be promoted and highlighted, then reach out to me and I will shout your praises for you if that's not something you're comfortable doing yet. Yet. So friends, self-sabotage, it's something that, it's again, it's a habit. It's something that is easy to fall into. It's deeply rooted issues. So as you continue your own self-exploration to be the best human you possibly can be, self-sabotage is one of those things that you need to continue to evaluate and look at and create a plan. And it's cyclical, my friends. It's cyclical. It can come back. You can conquer it and it can come back or a new one presents itself. So keep working on yourself. Keep giving yourself grace. You are doing amazing things already. And you're continuing to try and be the best possible human in this world that you can possibly do. You are doing great things. So this week's affirmations, I'm done apologizing for spending time working on me. I'm done apologizing for changing my habits to eliminate self-sabotage. And this one's for you. I'm done apologizing for. Friends, go out and have an amazing week. And if you want to hear more about the Habits Workshop, stick around for the next 10 seconds or so. The last day for registration is coming up quickly. June 13th is the last day for registration. If you want to get in on that bonus follow-up meeting, make sure you get registered by June 1st, my friends, and you get a bonus follow-up session after the workshop. So that means two coming your way if you register by June 1st. If you like this episode, you love this podcast, please make sure that you like, follow, and share on whatever platform that you're on. Take a screenshot of your favorite episode or one that's just hitting right right now and share it out on social media or text it to a friend and let them know. I appreciate all you do to help spread the word. And remember, you're fabulous. You're a badass. You've got this and I'm here for you.